how are you? How's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And today we're joined by our very special guest friend, Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi. I'm happy you say special guest friend <laughs> and not just special friend, because that makes it sound it like feels we feels weird. That makes it sound I, like we well, all fuck. But we, so then the next time you hear this on another <laughs> one, when I say very special friend, it means... We've all had sex with each other, so this is the secret yeah. code. Keep that in mind. Secret code of the buddy stream. <laughs> and uh, real fast, it's not really before, secret code anymore. We just sort of said it. It's just <laughs> before I forget for the millionth time in a row that intro song you just heard is, of course, "Dead Walk" by Eyes of Astoria. You can catch John from Eyes of Astoria on several episodes. Uh, last one we did was "Slumber Party Massacre 2. So go listen to that. It was fun. He actually changed our mind, my mind on the rating, at least. I feel like Brian still did not care about that movie. Oh, I so. softened. I softened on the movie, but it didn't do enough to change it. Right. But today we have fully. Chris. So, Chris, yes. why why did we invite you on? What is your relationship with horror films? Um, my relationship with horror films is was a, a, a tepid one at first, and then a dramatic plunge into it. I, I, I started off being... Um, <laughs> Um, incredibly afraid and and kind of turned off by horror films because I, I my, my first ones were were basically slashers when I was a child and then yeah. and then oh. I saw um, um, Jorge introduced me reintroduced me into horror as a genre I, I got really like into like just pretentious indie shit um, I was very I was hell very much, yeah very much a piece of shit white douchebag in in high school <laughs> hell yeah um, um, and like they're just like just, uh, and then and then Jorge turned me on to I can't remember the first one, but um, um, eased me in with 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 like the comedy horror and the fun horror, um, the, um and mm-hmm. then and then hit me one day with um the Last Exorcist, which Ooh. which really fucked me up and was like oh this is this is now my entire thing. It was the first time I really like I, I just started writing at that point and the first time that I really started to think of genre as as like a really interesting form to use in literature and 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 art so um so that's that's my thing now all i do is i i write and watch horror i don't watch any other movies except for pretty much horror movies and i've gotten (laughs) my gotten my wife gotten my wife who was very very scared by horror completely obsessed with it she i i shouldn't say it was just me um she (laughs) she she used it for her own sort of therapy but now we're both just deep deep into every facet of the genre we can get into and i'm mm, writing I've, horror plays and stuff i have so many ways oh, to respond to all awesome. that one the last exorcism is one of my favorite horror films that's currently streaming on amazon prime and we should probably do an episode we'll probably, on it this yeah. month i would, um, so you I would can, you're welcome i actually haven't seen that yes one. you are fully welcome to come back for it and brian we were Both. watching the shit out of it it's happening it's in the movie already yes number two as far as horror as any form of therapy goes there have been comparisons between like it having the same effect as fairy tales have on children just like the, that that way to approach darker really? themes in a safe manner right yeah I, i'll i'll let alexa maybe shed light on on how she used it but it was very transformational on a period of her life that was that was specifically around sort of like body issues and she she got into some shit that I like. I don't. I do not want to watch. Um, right. Um, oh, it was, very intense movies. Yeah, yeah very fucking, intense. Yeah. Very <laughs> intense body horror. Um, but it was just like it was. It's a way I think of computing things that that otherwise we do not face regularly. Specifically, right. like like mm-hmm. deep psychological stuff. Um, and that's Absolutely. my favorite horror. And that's kind of actually what drew me to our episode today. Um, this uh, the when when you asked what what movie would you want to watch. Um, 
um, I'll, I guess I'll intro it when we when we were talking about. It, I said, "Invasion of the Body Snatchers" is a big one that just like seems to be so couched with so much in terms of like <laughs> deep psychological symbolism. Um, that there's I there's a lot going on there. It's yeah. it's funny that you mentioned this one because this is also not like one of those more intense psychological horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, not not as much as like when you say that your wife has been watching something really intense. Like some of the movies I imagine there are not Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Right? There's no, level, yeah, no, but no. but it's also not as silly as like some of what we used to watch together. Was there's a series on HBO called Masters of Horror where they had a bunch of different horror directors come on and do like short horror films that were very campy <laughs> and like hilarious and so much fun. Uh, and it's also not that either, right? It's somewhere in between. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So what did I would rate this? The ghost skull alien and for chris for your for your knowledge our oh. our rating system <laughs> is a little is a little atypical a fucking mess but it's awesome um on one end we have the pukey emoji which is just okay. the movie was like physically painful to watch it's unwatchable yeah, yeah like, like jesus christ like psychologically oh. damaging and how bad of a piece of art it was like <laughs> yeah uh like we've never watched a movie that bad together ever nailed it visceral uh, uh then there's the the nauseous emoji, mm-hmm. which is just like a bad film. Well, that's just like don't watch that one. You know, that's not you're not, not gonna have fun we with that really one. Like it. We didn't do anything exactly. Yeah. There's the 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 normal smiley face emoji, which is everywhere. That's just a perfectly watchable film. You know, nothing special. We're not gonna go out of our way for it. We probably won't have very many episodes on those. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the Mr. Cool Guy sunglasses emoji, which <laughs> is like this was like a good film. We recommend it to people. You know, we like. We're, we we do like it, you know. We'll mention it. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll we'll send it to people. Uh, but then there's Ghost Skull Alien, which is which is the top rating, <laughs> which is in some way this movie was fucking awesome. Sometimes just because it was a complete romp, like Mayhem was. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes because like I think Invasion of the Body Snatchers is like a good movie. I like it a lot, dude. It's fucking insane how good this movie is. So uh, Brian, Brian, is, is that is, is that Ghost Skull Ghost Skull Alien? Ghost yeah, skull it's, alien. Because it's the little ghost emoji, and then the little skull, skull. emoji, and then the little alien smiley face emoji. Um, you, if it's you forget those ratings, of... if you forget those ratings, you can go on the bloodystream.com and check out the Not about com. page where they're listed. Yes. Um, it's, yeah, I fucking, it's, this is one of the easiest ghost skull aliens we've done. Like, we, we have a bunch of them that are kind of, like, obvious, but, like, this is my first time watching this movie as well. Mm-hmm. I had never actually seen this one, but, like, my mom recommended this movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, this is a fucking crazy influential and fucking, for the right reasons, movie. Like, this is, oh, this, my God. This is one of those ones that old people know, because I, I, like, watched it with my mom, <laughs> and, uh... uh <laughs> from 1978 there's, yes there's i would imagine dip- they know it <laughs> so this was funny to me we know from jeff, the old times we know jeff goldblum as the guy from jurassic park right mm-hmm. in addition to many other, yeah yeah um but my mother knows him as the fly she was yep. like oh la mosca oh like older yep. people oftentimes know him as the fly Cronen- not as cronenberg's fly yeah oh yeah. similarly I one of the sexiest men in the world love that movie, movie. Yeah, I oh, we'll get to the we'll get not, to Cronenberg. We'll get to Cronenberg sometime soon in October. Oh, we we already did uh, Dead Ringers oh. as our, one of our first few episodes. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to do mm-hmm. the fly, mm-hmm. but it's not streaming anywhere. 
I, yeah. I, you know, I can't wait, but I also, I can wait. I can wait a little bit <laughs> yeah, we're, to so, see some of that imagery. We're fucking <laughs> big on Cronenberg here. So, so this is going to be, I think, an interesting episode, and I'm excited for for uh, people to vote the comments because I have to sit squarely in nauseous emoji. Really, in terms of in terms of my rating, and we can. You don't and, like it? Wait we'll, for body snatchers. For body snatchers. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. We're, gonna, okay. we're gonna duke it out live can you, on air. Can you explain oh. to the people? So when you if if you're recommending movies to somebody, mm-hmm. what would you tell somebody if they ask about this one? I would say, um, the first thing I would say is that it's it's dated, and that takes yep. a lot of unpacking. Um, I would also say that while the performances, many of them are very good, um, it suffers from a script which is to me reads as if it were written by a nine-year-old first time picking up like any sort of like orwellian anti oh, anti-government like right. this idea first like, and going um, i've thought of the most original thing ever yeah i think I, I also think the thing that i i first initially accidentally watched the 1956 version mm-hmm. which is easy oh. ghost ghost skull ufo alien alien cool um that's good to know and i came into this one expecting so so the reason for that for me was that it was such a it was such a like meaningful symbolic take allegorical take um um, and and the thing that strikes me about this one 1978 was it was similarly allegorical for what first shit that was going on at least that's how i read it as as fairly deeply allegorical for for the specific um uh, socio-political climate. time frame yeah. um, um but i just thought it was like they did it boring they did right. it so so <laughs> clear and obvious and like so obviously a bunch of canadians talking about tech talking about american politics through the, through the lens of of sci-fi right um and so so that's that's at a high level what i'd say it was just like so so canadian and so, so, and so, which, 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 of course, in our metric means it's a massive negative. Massive, <laughs> massive, massive negative. Immediately no, docked points. Uh, <laughs> but um. yeah, so I, I found I found it to be like like I, I typically I typically get very bored by 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 political allegories in art anyway. Okay. Um, um, sure. Uh, I think I think any art that I've liked that's a political allegory is in spite of the allegory. For example, um, um, the Crucible. I see. Right, the Crucible's interesting mm-hmm. when it's about Salem. It's real boring when it's about McCarthy, in my opinion. Um, um, so I I agree with you completely, and I have some a little bit of insight as to like where people stand with like how allegorical th- these films actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I w- we can we can get into that in a bit. As far as my recommendation for watching it, I think th- the script is not like super sophisticated, right? Like these, they're not. It's there's mostly nothing. text. It's mostly text. Like there's no. Yes. <laughs> I know is... that they're talking about other things, but like it's they're they might as well be looking at the camera half the time with yeah. some of the things they say. <laughs> For me, I love it because it's a classic like no hope sci-fi yes. horror situation, right? Like that is why I'm here. I love it in the same way that like I would love a good like a really good slasher, and I'm not like mm. I'm not as partial to slashers, but mm. um, it's like for that, not for anything deeper, but for ex- for 
the name being invasion of the body snatchers, right? Like that is why I'm here. Like that vibe is what I go for. If you're here for that and you're into that, the movie is a little bit slower than a lot of other things you might be used to watching, but like I'm, I stayed captivated for it and you should know by now that I lose captivation quite easily. So if people it, don't fucking don't stri- like, and it's not, it's not cause the atmosphere is fun. It's just cause I found the story captivating. It's not remotely fun. The, I think yeah. the story that I, I, I fully, I fully am with you. It, it, the story is powerful. I, mm-hmm. I kind of discounted the story for this one because it is, because it was, it was a story that was, that was, Brought in. They obviously they they made some changes to it. They made some some fundamental mm-hmm. yeah. changes from from the original. But this so, is not like an, an an original story for them, right? It, um, so let let's let's dig into that a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. let's open that spoiler configuration. The, the doily is off, and the sensual thumb circle has happened, thus opening the spoiler configuration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Such a nice show. I'm about to tell you. It's gonna make so this... way more sense when we get to Hellraiser, but <laughs> yeah. We're going to save that for two years out now so that nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. So th- this movie comes out in 1978. It has a budget yes. of $3.5 million. The box office, $24.9 million in North America. That Pretty is the information good. I have in front of me. It's based, is on a, it is based on a book by Jack Finney called The Body Snatchers, even though the version on Audible that I read, listened to, was called Invasion of the Body Snatchers, even though they don't call it Invasion of the Body Snatchers literally anywhere else. I don't know why they did that. Um, I wonder if they didn't just re republish it as the publishing house once the movies came out. There's no there's no books that republished it as Invasion though. Huh. It's only this audiobook, which I thought was weird. I think Anyways, it's they didn't fucking know and they're a bunch of marks who only watched the fucking movies so they went, "Ah, Invasion <laughs> of the Body Snatchers." Uh fuck you, Jack Finney. Uh so the the original story takes place in a small town, which I believe the original movie that you watched does mm-hmm. as well, Chris. And so like there is Stephen King talks about this in his book, The Dance Macabre, as like one like a really good book to read. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does not like this movie as much, particularly because they moved it from small town to city. But we can't really trust him because you know, small town is like his whole fucking vibe. No, so but, but agree. Probably has. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll the, dig uh, into that point too. Because the the book does do very Stephen King type stuff where they really well established like the town like the the main character doesn't work at the health department he's a doctor and he's like he just knows everybody in town because he's so a doctor like, yeah so every time he's seen pod people he like rec- he he calls them by the name of because he knows every single person in the goddamn town right mm-hmm. um, it's a very different situation now as far as the allegory stuff goes I don't know about this movie. But there was an interview with the son of the director for the original movie. Uh, okay. Who was talking about like their situation with that and that everybody kept talking about the allegory of it. But his dad specifically was like, yeah, I didn't. I had none of that in my mind. I didn't do any of that. I just wanted to make a cool movie. Interesting. Um, now, now that's 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 the director, though, right? Who's adapting yes. the source material. Right. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Yeah, so Jack it might, be baked, take it might it. be baked in. Interesting. To- Finney's story, but well, I also the director think... didn't add any more to the layer cake. If he did, yeah, <laughs> he the, didn't the, put the, any more on. I, I, I heavily fall, and this is this is coming from like old school uh, English school. Um, I okay. heavily fall in the opinion that that um, um, authors don't write symbols. Good authors don't write symbols. Symbolism lives in the stuff because we right. read it in a specific context, um, um, and the the. 
the practical reading that a a a conscientious reader has of it is right right Right. it's very Mm. difficult to make a reading of of a piece of text if you're thinking conscientiously and actually reading it that is like off base if you find symbols that means the symbols are baked into the text somewhere i'm Um, i'm with you um and i yeah i do agree with that point generally the reason i bring it up is because there's something that happens uh not as much in horror but in other films where sometimes you do just want to watch a movie because you think it's fun and like people try to talk about the the allegories and stuff like that and you're like i don't care but because of like um you're about to make this movie worse for me if you keep talking about it's a metaphor for whatever yeah we try to do here is like make things a little bit more accessible and i think there is like a pseudo intellectualism that tries to like bar people from being able to say in which manner they enjoyed a film or Mm -hmm. story based on like whether they perceived something like that or not so it's less to to say that Looking at it in an allegorical way is wrong, and more to validate anybody out there who just likes body snatch stories. You know. Oh yeah. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think the 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 thing that I that I I have to I have to mirror. I did not read Dance Macabre, but I have to mirror Stephen King's uh, approach. Like, man, it was so cool when just like when everyone knew immediately, but they couldn't place their their, their finger on it. That this is not the person that I know. That's something that is still, I think, powerful in in this nineteen seventy eight movie. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. amount of times that they go, "That's not the person that I know." Yeah. Um, um, but there was something where it's like, when everyone knows everyone, that just makes it so much creepier. And that, way- that sort of like unspoken thing between the people who are still people going, "We're all this is wrong," but we can't fucking actually say why or how or what it is and then it slowly fucking getting worse yeah, yeah. until it it's all too all too obvious that what is happening um so that, that really yeah it's something that they fuck up in in this movie i think mm-hmm. because they make it very obvious when somebody is has been snatched you know? yes uh which i don't know about the original movie <laughs> I, but in the I, dude i ran like an idiot there are some that this is Sorry, go ahead. Finish your point, and I'll, the, uh, I'll talk about it. In the this. in the book, it is very specifically like they have an extended conversation mm-hmm. where he keeps asking her why. How do you know he's been snatched? She keeps saying like, "Well, this about him, this about him." He's like, "Oh, does he not have the scar anymore? Does he not remember?" He's like, "No, he does remember. He does have the scar. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. He's so exactly the, the same yeah. <laughs> in every single way." But Except, I know it's not him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's something to me that like when when talking about real like deep psychological shit that horror movies can, can do well at addressing, mm-hmm. which I think the 1978 one did a decent job at. Is it that, does it differently. It does it differently. It does That's it, it, does it I think, a little more macro, a little more political. Mm-hmm. Um, but this that that fear of just like, of, of I think I think for me, the fear is like growing apart from loved ones, right? That, that it's hard. Okay. It's like the people that I love are no longer going to be um, the people that I think they are or mm-hmm. that I want them to be. And so it's like it it that sort of like or I'm not going to be the person that I that I that I think I am or want to be. And that that notion of like people changing and everything changes all the time and it might not change for the best is just so fucking scary to me. And then to make a movie about that where it's like it's fucking real. Uh, yeah, that's what that's that, what horror does. Really I definitely well. got right. that. I definitely had those uh, themes and fears with this as well. That sort of. The, I really got the inevitability of like evolution and change with this and how a population responds to that because like especially in this one I don't know I again haven't seen the 56 one haven't read the book so I also think 
I mean, Jorge still gave this a Ghost Skull Alien, but I do think not having the original to compare it to does change in terms of the aspect. It's 100%. Yeah. happens with, trust me, I do that. I'll be doing that with a bunch of movies in this yeah, fucking I, podcast over I the course of time. I think it 100% hurts to watch it right after yeah. the original, probably. Oh, yeah. I can, yeah, that sounds fucking awful. Um, but there is an insistence from the pod people in this that there is no like pain with mm-hmm. it that the yeah. evo- the change itself is not bad or negative or hurts in what we're talking about but the fear is still very much there even if they're telling the truth like we it's hard to obviously say whether we believe them or take their word but like just the idea that there will be an inexorable change happening it's oh, this as you know it is over yeah even if it yeah. looks almost identical is like the true fucking like oh my god fucking yeah so two hate things that. I want to die when I hear that yeah <laughs> for for one the fear of changing they do it a lot more subtly in the book I think because sure. he repeated like he there's conversations about the uh, the main character and the girl that he's with they're both divorced mm-hmm. uh, and okay. he's like trying not to get into a relationship with her because mm-hmm. he's fresh off of a divorce so that's in the background and they don't like directly tell you like hey it's connected to how he's feeling about these body snatch people, <laughs> yeah, you know? well, whereas in in the in the 1978 movie <laughs> leonard nimoy directly tells you hey maybe it's because you just don't want to break up with him and take responsibility for it you know like, yeah it is a lot more direct. yeah i with her it, it's interesting you say that because the characters you're talking about are different like yeah that's matt in, in this mm-hmm. one it's matthew bunnell um, yeah. I think it's Miles in the yeah. original, um, Ma- Miles but it's Benel, still yeah. it's still the same person. Like, you don't get that with him in this. You get that with her, which is Elizabeth Brooks, I believe, is the yeah Elizabeth Driscoll is the the character. Brooke Adams is the actress. Um, it, it's interesting that the that happens with her in terms of like text of maybe you just want to split up from your person, but you do get that burgeoning relationship with them throughout it. It is pretty, I don't want to say subtle, but like it's just there. It isn't brought up completely to the surface. Like I think (laughs) this is one where I have to praise the performances. Donald Sutherland is so fucking a million chef's kisses in this movie. (laughs) I I love him. Every second he's on screen, I'm like all your, all every, no notes, everything's perfect do this I'm all just the like, time why are you so charming dude yeah. like, well that's <laughs> that's the part of that with the relationship building is like he is just so charming that i'm like man i'd love to fucking work with that guy and i'm like no they're flirting they want to get together <laughs> and i'm just not noticing because of how charming donald sutherland is on his own like yeah one thing i will say is the four main characters uh, the four main actors mm-hmm. um um, Donald Sutherland, Brooke Adams, uh, Jeff Goldblum, and then I can't remember the one Veronica the Cartwright. Veronica Cartwright. She yeah. was also an alien. She was going to originally be oh, Ridley, yeah. <laughs> but they, Ridley Scott changed the casting around. But they still in there. can see it in my mind's eye now. Yeah. They definitely <laughs> slay, in my opinion. Especially, oh, yeah. I thought Brooke Adams was phenomenal. She yeah. she was she's yeah. she's really really good at capturing, like. Um, the dread and like near hysteria of someone who's like trying desperately to convince someone that the world is not right and no one's mm-hmm. going to listen. Um, yeah. um, and then she does that eye thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very genuinely brutal. funny scene. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was so good. <laughs> but like they that the the um um. The thing I, I do I do think that the thing that struck me is all the relationships are very real. I think they were all. F- 
fairly overwritten. Um, um, but like, I don't know. There's Jeff no- Goldblum seems like they didn't write for him at all. I I no, Jeff Goldblum. But Jeff Goldblum is <laughs> a different level. Jeff Goldblum is like everything. That, everything that pours out of his mouth is just like so smooth and natural. It's just liquid like, gold. The, yeah. Like- uh, but there was there was a moment where like um, the the one thing that just got me though is like as good as all the characters are, like the, to me the Brooke Adams and Donald Sutherland relationship was like one of the more like laughable things that was on the screen. It was like you didn't like it. <laughs> It gets... Yeah, it, like I mean, they adopt it like like it, they have, they're just two people who have truly zero chemistry whatsoever. Who have like no no natural chemistry whatsoever, and right. especially next to which means they next... were definitely fucking in real life because that's how yeah, it always probably, works. Probably, probably. people who have yeah, no yeah. chemistry are well, there's, definitely there's in relationships. Funny, in real life. During during the during the show, speaking of how charming you're saying during the show, my wife goes, "Are they trying to convince me that Donald Sutherland but... is sexy?" <laughs> Because I do not want to try to fuck oh. Donald Sutherland. There's no world you're gonna. There's no world you're gonna make me think that Donald Sutherland is fuckable. It's not fuckable. sex appeal. It's no, just yeah. like I feel good talking to you. He's a nice I guy. Think, like he's a charming guy. I think yeah. Donald Sutherland like boyoing. I think Donald Sutherland is. is Standard attention. You're show, you're dude. in full mass. Don, what, what 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 was he in? Um, um, uh, he was in one. He played like that famous Lothario. Um, what the fuck is that Italian like sex symbols name? Old school like Italian sex. <laughs> Do you see Brian yeah. struggling to rush through his Wikipedia. Oh, Google, page. Google. Jesus Christ! Uh, I have no idea. The, um, 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 Don something. Casano- he, oh, Don Casanova. Oh, Casanova. Casanova. Yeah, Casanova. Okay. He, he played. He Casanova? played. He played Casanova in like the Fellini version or something oh, like that. Oh, um, I, um, I believe. I, I need to double check. Don't don't quote me. Get in the comments. Get in the comments. Get in the comments. Um, um, someone's get gonna on say, Discord. Someone's gonna say this motherfucker gave him a nauseous face and doesn't Fellini's know Casanova. Fellini. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Fellini's Casanova. 1976, two years before this, where, where he is a a full sex symbol, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> but like, but like they they it was just so utterly lacking chemistry. And then like at the end of it, for like them in the in the the grass, being like, "I love you, don't die." It's like, yeah, you don't, you don't love this person. That yeah, felt okay. very. That felt very um, like rosy, kind of. 1930s or 40s like yes i'm definitely it was a lot of that vibe i think the beginning was more i'm remembering just them walking around in the department of health and him just being fucking charming like that at the beginning yeah yeah, that i bought much more and i think it's why i like kind of let it go towards the end because i was like for me the setup worked well enough that like once it got loud i'm like yeah this is kind of fucking stupid but like yeah it's fine whatever i would i would just start saying things if i was the only other person that existed right now like you know right. what i mean there there's a level of that but i do see how it kind of goes into that ridiculous so sort this, of this vibe. is this is where i have a bias because like i you watch enough of these movies and i just like i know that earlier on, it takes a long time before we stop forcing romantic relationships to happen mm-hmm. between the two yeah. leads, you know? Yep. And so I know it's going to be there. Yeah. It's very rarely supposed to be there, I think, yep. in the narrative, right? Um, so this is one of those times where I know, like, it's just an old movie. This is just what they're going to do. I just need to ignore this part and, and keep going, right? But in contrast sure. to to um, Jeff Goldblum and Veronica Cartwright, who mm. I thought were, like, they were fantastic together. They, you know, they, they were already yeah. together, you know? 
Yeah, they were they together. Yeah, but they really? seem like a natural yeah. couple. Like they seem more of a natural couple. They they do start as they're, they're, they're already. Oh no, yeah, in the movie, in the movie, in there. the movie, Correct. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but gotcha. but they Jeff but they Golden also but like, <laughs> but like uh, yeah, Jeff yeah, Jeff Golden get it he gets every whatever day, he wants. All day. He doesn't he can, care at all. Yeah, he can, he can sex has no me meaning up. anymore for that guy. Dude, he doesn't do anything to me, humiliate me. I don't care. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I don't care. This is now this is now a Jeff Goldblum thirst podcast. Um, I mean, um, I'll be on for a few episodes. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say I could do it for a little bit. It's I could ride, I could ride that topic for a long time. <laughs> Not the only um, thing you ride is my guess. Um, but go, going, <laughs> going back to the, uh, you're you're talking about Brooke Adams as Elizabeth and some of her portrayals of how awful everything is. Like mm-hmm. one of the things Ugh. I really like about Invasion of the Body Snatchers is once once we get into the full swing. And once they're like everybody is snatched, yeah. the utter complete hopelessness that yeah. there is in their situation to me is like so fucking grim. And Donald Sutherland, I think, is does some of my favorite lines for it. It's particularly there's one of the times where he tries to call somebody and the oh. operator comes on and he's like, Operator, I was calling direct. He like just like repeats once or twice, I was calling direct. And the way that he says it is like, God damn, dude. That yeah. that shit fucks me up. That's in, like in in that same one he has he just has, how do you know my name? I didn't give them my name, and then he says, I didn't give them my name again to Jeff Goldblum, yeah. and I'm like, you're gonna, you're gonna have a breakdown right now. I can feel yeah. like you're at 99, percent and this is boiling over. You're about to go mad, and I 100 percent sympathize with you because, oh my god, how do they know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there was, a, there was a, a thing similarly. I, 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 where I like, I'll find the allegory and all of it just because I'm mm-hmm. intellectually yeah. weak. Yeah, is that? Um, no, that's. Um, I feel like that's. You the just reverse, don't know how okay, to turn cool. off. Right. I just don't know how to turn off. No, it's because um um. Can't help being like so the, smart. The, the 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 aspect of it that was that was, um, fully this like ultra modern critique of like, the the inaccessibility of our systems and and how we organize as people and govern like the 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 the, the part of the. There was two different scenes where it was just like montages of him calling folks. Bureaucracy. Um, yeah. Um, the first one was him trying to get through to the mayor, get through to the Department of Health, get through, and yeah. then all this the, the refrain that came up, which I think is powerful, was that just like don't panic. We do not want to cause a panic. Yeah. Um, don't which, tell which, anybody. Yeah. Which, if you're talking about like not, like 1978, right? That's that's a very like that's that. I imagine would be screaming at people in the theaters, yeah. right? Is that like everyone, everyone knows that feeling very, very well. Because um, yeah. um, he's also the whole time he's trying to explain like, no, I know what to do. I'm, I'm trying to stay calm and not tell anybody and, and follow the correct channels. And they don't the even people. let him yeah. speak. They, they don't just let him keep speak. telling him. Yeah. Yeah. The second one was, was uh, I think a way, a, a way more interesting juxtaposition, juxtaposition, right? Um, where, 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 all, like he still can't get through, but now it's because uh, they it's all over. It's right, too yeah. late. Which that system is that what he's fighting now? Yeah, yeah. That that shit was was was. That's the shit that also like scares the shit out of me about um um. Just like everyone, the the uh, conspiracies are are scary for me. Right, the, absolutely. The, the yeah. notion that everyone's in on it um is is very very frightening. Um, that there is some something in which you are just like fundamentally left out of that affects you. You are in the out group. Yeah, you are out yeah. group. You do not belong yeah. anymore. Like, they um, like, yeah. the falling into the hopelessness of it. I feel like they do it a little bit. I guess they. So I had I struggled with this movie a little bit because I did keep falling asleep the first time I tried to watch oh, through it. I see. Yeah, because there was at one point 
I fell asleep and I kept only waking up for scenes where they were running or falling asleep themselves. <laughs> yeah. And I missed all the ones where they were doing everything else. So I'm like, does the pacing of this movie just fucking blow chunks at a certain point? It's Once I rewatched it completely through, it was a lot better. But No, um, no, no. I think it like, like there are parts of it where it's a little they, off. It, it's so it's it, that really? was part of a big thing for me is that like the, the, the introduction of the bodies, right. was just like so abrupt. Yeah. It's like, oh, now there's alien bodies. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you talking? What? And like, and and the really? the um okay. um and then it's just like is so long with them sitting and talking about these alien bodies, about like um um where they came from, whose body it was, trying to convince anyone that there was a body, and and where did the body go? It moved. Um, and then it's that for like forty five minutes until it's just like. Alien flowers spitting out fucking all of them while they're all sleeping, crawling into their brains immediately, and then just like them running around for another hour. And I, I, this, I, okay, I, this so math is insane. I, I, I agree I with you. It's like a six-hour movie, I thought. Like, it felt, like, remotely it felt like a six, seven-hour movie, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Might be like I say three parts. The, run it, the running around is too repetitive and long, I think. I actually like when the body shows up and then it's 115 about it and minutes. It's not even two hours it's long. Not even two hours. <laughs> I agree. I agree. The running around is too much. You know, there. It, so I agree with that. There's a little bit of like they're at a set piece, and then you think that's gonna be like, oh, cool, and then they just get away to another set piece where there isn't really yeah. escalation of what's right. happening. Um, the one I will say, the one I enjoyed was they fucking, they set up the hope spot that they can get out, that there's mm-hmm. going to be a way out with the boat. I, yeah, I, love I, the boat scene. I loved, I really enjoyed how fucking big that was. Cause amazing. It's playing amazing grace in this slow fucking yeah. wonderful. You're like, yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. And it's like, he's jogging over cause he's going to get to the boat. Cause Oh, someone's coming in. So they've, they, they have a chance to get out. Right. And it's just, da-da-da, and it's just the music swelling and it's wonderful. And then he gets to the fucking fence and there's just this stark cut to, all of these pods being craned onto the ship, and he's just, oh no! <laughs> like, yeah. complete yeah. like cut shows him complete off despair, the, and they, it's so good. They show them loading all the pods yeah. already, and the music cuts out like, and it's just stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, I, I think really one thing it. that I will say though is is um um to to put on the the maybe the film watcher hat instead of sort of mm-hmm. like the 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 literary hat that I use like mm-hmm. the way that they use sound and music in that movie it was yeah. so was so effective and so jarring mm-hmm. yeah, I, I had forgotten that it was amazing grace um um, <laughs> um but what's, and what's what's the line it's right in the I mean yeah, it's right this one. Um, I once was lost, but now I'm found. Now I see. It's just like such a perfect song. Yeah. To 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 use against that image, of yeah. of, of, of because it, it, it's not it's not different thematically. I think Amazing no. Grace of like I lost my identity. Um. um right. Um. And then and then they the way that they do like mixing I didn't even think too. About that, it was yeah, so right. it was so seventies. We're just like. <laughs> You're just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, there's just super loud treble. You're like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> be oh! like complete silence, and then it'll be like, wah, 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 and you're like, oh, what? Okay, okay, I guess something's, I guess something's happening. And they're like, love, kind of. Yeah, Maybe it they is. do. You don't know. <laughs> the, I love that they do the classic alien sound. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's it's way more subtle, so it like actually is not just super goofy. Yeah, super um, super unsettling. I think yeah. I think and 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 um. 
actually a lot of the shots i did the scene that i did love maybe i'm gonna i'll amend my review slightly at the end i knew it but the scene no oh, it, yeah. slightly slightly oh, slightly yeah. to full pukey face through the fucking floor um, what's, a, what's a lesser one I but the do? scene that i did love was when was that scene when actually the 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 alien flowers were taking over all four of their bodies mm-hmm. um um so they all, yeah, they they get to this safe house. They all start to doze off and sleep. Um, uh, Donald Sutherland, Matthew is supposed to like keep watch. Passes out, and then immediately all these pod flowers start to grow in them and take them over and spit out nasty gelatinous baby bodies of them. Um, and the way that they like shot that and the practical effects, while it Dude. was while it was obviously like nineteen seventies practical practical effects, yeah. It was so brutal. It yeah. was just yeah. so long and like like not like gross, not in like a like a pukey like like um um gooey way, although there was some goo. It was like, very gross in the pukey gooey way. It wasn't that much goo. <laughs> it was, was a lot of goo. It was not dude. as much as I it's there's quite a bit, but I get what Chris is talking about. It I'm talking so goo like I'm talking goo like old Peter Jackson goo. Gooshing blood. Yeah, oh. like brain dead, dead alive. Yeah, fucking. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not that gooey. There's <laughs> so many. Can I just say that everybody's Uh-oh. so wet in this movie the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like, that's part of the reason I didn't find Donald Sutherland as attractive dude. is because <laughs> he's so wet. He's completely. His mouth is like dripping wet the whole so movie slick. before yet, any any pod ever gets to him. What, that's what I love. Watch, is watch how much water is drank in this movie when compared to how wet people are. They had to because they fucking watch, watch Casanova, and that's just him. No, dude, that <laughs> is that is that is Donnie boy just full at a, at a, at a full salivate every single moment. I also want to say when Donald Sutherland first arrives. Jorge very specifically called them oh, the no. Keefe and referred Oops. to them as Kiefer Sutherland multiple times. Oh no! Before dude. everyone went, yeah, that's his dad. And Jorge went, oh. Quick, right. quick, quick Damn. aside about Kiefer Sutherland. Um, uh, for for all you film buffs out there, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., the famous heartthrob of 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 um, Scooby Doo. Uh, Scooby Scooby Doo, yes, but also James also Beth. famously, I know what you did last summer. Yes, right, one of the most famous oh. teen heartthrob, teen right. or um, um, heartthrobs in the world. Um, fully came out and said the reason that he doesn't act anymore was because he had such a miserable experience working with Kiefer Sutherland on <gasps> three episode oh. arc of Twenty Four that it made oh. him go. No, I don't want to do this anymore. This anymore. <laughs> oh my god! Holy crap, dude! You gotta be a fucking <laughs> yeah, be annoying. A true piece of shit. Holy dude, like, Kiefer Sutherland has also struggled with massive alcoholism. Yeah, so, but I mean, so it makes sense. Oh, sh- not sure, a cool part, But I'm just part of the pussy posse, right? Yeah, he, he, he rolled with Absolutely. a bunch of twenty-year-olds and called themselves the Pussy Posse. Oh, that, okay. You not heard of the Pussy Posse? No, I I've didn't heard. know that. This and is now a Pussy Posse. Are we allowed podcast. to pussy say Pussy Posse that? podcast? <laughs> We're allowed to say it. It's for he, real. He is a fucking piece of shit. He's a menace. <laughs> a full menace, dude. We, we, me and Alexa, my wife, just finished talking uh, over dinner about how much of a no. fucking piece of shit Keith or Keith or something. Oh, so funny. <laughs> Um, How about Donald? Did he do okay? There's not like Pussy Posse Senior, is there? Dude, he was he was like he was a famous actor, sex symbol in the fucking seventies. Probably not. 
He was probably yeah, bad. That's fair. Just mathematically, you're really running. You're up against the curve if you fucking try to say he right. wasn't in I mean, some people, level. Yeah, like, people you know, get in the comments, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not backing the Donnie Sutherland was a great dude horse. We're, I was that's gonna fair. say that's we're fair. gonna keep it at nothing because we don't. We don't know. We have our presumptions and we have the time period, so it's tough to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably quick Google um, search away. I did. <laughs> I I I'm glad you mentioned the whole hat thing because I think also another reason why I enjoy this movie so much is there's no other hat on except filmmaker hat. So everything is just this is all great. This is all really good. I really love how well that was done. Oh my god, that's such a fun, interesting shot to do. Oh, that's just film noir right there and Spooge McDuck because I'm a pretentious white guy who does film. Of course I fucking love that. Um there's a lot of those yeah. things for yeah, me yeah, that yeah. just like it, and to to bring it to be more serious with it, like the use of, I, I know the allegory, like the allegorical elements of this are very loud and there's a lot of like performance wise that are loud in terms of just like, it's very obvious it's there. Mm-hmm. The the stuff at the beginning is so like good. <laughs> it's so well crafted in terms of watching this process of them, the plants coming from this other planet to dropping here and like, the establishment of that for me really helped the rest of the movie because once that's set up and it kind of pulls back to a weird, uh, I looked it up, Jorge, Robert Duvall as a priest yep. on a swing. Just yep. That was Robert out. Duvall. Um, it was that Robert was Robert Duvall. I was the same way. I was, exa- I was like, there's no I way was literally Duvall, waiting for you to was... stop talking so I could say it. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I was burst. I was just, Robert Duvall like... is in this movie. He's on the swing. He's on the swing. He's a priest. fucking Um... But the the work they do at the beginning for me helps so much with that middle because while mm. you're right that it's a lot of like the same thing of like, there's no body here, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm just now paying attention to fucking everybody in the background turning into pod people like slowly but surely as the movie goes on. Um, yeah. There's a fucking guy in the health department thing. There is... They walk across and they see yeah. one of the windows. There's a guy like right up at the window being oh, really? weird. And I'm like, that's okay, cool. They're already in. Like, nice. it's over. We're it's... GG's so quickly on this fucking movie. In Some terms of, them of are... who's being like taken over and stuff. There's so many obvious ones. There's people yeah. like running in the streets really yeah. weirdly Absolutely. the entire time. Like in the health department, um, mm-hmm. Elizabeth like bumps into somebody who like looks at her real weird before yeah. he continues going. Like, but I, I, the one thing that I thought so on uh, on that there were they a gotta praise the extras in the movie. Um, um, there was a yes. lot of really really good extra work. Ex- <laughs> like some extras were so committed. And then some just fully, fully dropped the ball. I, I'm thinking of the scene. One, there was such a, there was a, there was such an unsettling scene right at the end when when Don Sutherland is destroying the um um the the like the farm the factory yes, yes. the pod, the pod factory. production farm yeah um and and then is like running away through the rafters and there's a, a shot where people are running up the the um ladder. Yes. And yeah. there's like two, three people in a row that real fucked up and scary real fast go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. And then like one dude right in the back is like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And Here I just come. Like, what? You could have cut, cut right before and it would have been like, oh. And then right. you, but you just landed on that dude. Who I don't know if it was like a cousin of the producer or something. Producers, yeah, I was going to say the nephew or something. Up, like, yeah, I'm going to get him. Mm. 
I yep. I love the idea that in that that pod person is simply doing what a normal person would also do. Go, yeah, they've got it. They're moving. They've got it. They're doing the weird <laughs> freaky fast thing. I'm tired, yeah. and they've got I, him. He's got nowhere to go. It's fine. <laughs> so I I got a few things from the book. So like lots of book spoilers yes. here coming up. Um, one, they are like. From the book, they would be slower. They don't like really chase after anybody. They don't get mm-hmm. upset by anything that's yeah. happening because the only reason, the only thing way you can tell the difference between them is that they have like no real passion or emotion. Yeah. So they I know see. how to act exactly like the person they snatched. Like they know how to replicate, like pretend they're doing the exact same emotional response that they have, but they don't have it. They don't feel it. That's why people can kind mm-hmm. of tell. Um, there's okay. little things like they. There's a lot of uh, just disgust over the fact that the pod people no longer want to work on their artistic projects, like writing the book that the person yeah. was was writing. That's oh, that's why he knows that becoming a pod person is not the same as being yourself because mm-hmm. you lose yeah. part of that. Yeah, and he's like, "How are we going to advance as a society?" And the pod people are like, "Well, actually, we die in like five years, so yeah. all we do is go from planet to planet, it's turning so everything over, dying, and like." escaping to the next planet in our pods that's i mean the uh, story is so good because it, it really is like like um um like that's so s- fucking scary to me yeah. just uh, an yeah. entire race of things that does not care about your life right will just use and take up your body and your life means fucking nothing before or after yeah and they right? push they push that the whole thing is about survival yeah they're mm-hmm. like the, the whole idea survive, to them is yeah. survival that's all there is it makes sense to you humans the same way it makes sense to us i don't know why you're resisting this you will feel great it will be fine yeah. you will not care that you're a pod person once you're a pod person yeah um but going back to when they find the body there is that similar scene where the belichicks you know who have a different deal but they're still the belichicks mm-hmm. find the body in their basement uh miles Benell this time goes over with beth and uh when they're talking about it and they're realizing that this is like a human template body they go into mm-hmm. much more detail over that sure they're they don't immediately start freaking out and doing stuff they sit there discussing it smoking their cigarettes and being <laughs> like i don't know what we need to do but whatever it is it we need to make the exact right decision right away we need to contact the exact right person who has the exact right power to do things immediately I just feel like if we fuck this up, it's going to be really, really, really bad. Yeah. And then they talk to the Leonard Nimoy character who comes in and is a psychiatrist and convinces them that they're just suffering from like a mass psychosis. And they're having breakfast like the next day, happily Mm -hmm. having forgotten about the affair until somebody like remembers that they took fingerprints from the body that to, to show that it didn't have fingerprints, that they have physical evidence of their mass hysteria yeah and that's where they start like panicking and they go and try to do it and things are already too late because it's really started to snowball away and so they're the thing that they know and they get tricked by them and it's it's just a very different vibe in the book and they do that whole process a lot better to like falling apart into yeah full pod person territory it's another theme that i really like in both movies that i think just just um was a little it was a little bit this movie was a little bit of a blunt instrument in how it presented it mm-hmm. but was the 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 um the the theme that i think is very prevalent today um um is is that when people of authority try to convince you that what you see with your eyes isn't real yeah. um yeah. what you understand and know to be true with with like your like like observation is is a lie um 
that that was super powerful and that's something that scares mm-hmm. me just in in normal life right watching watching the news during the the protests um, right. right for so first watching the live like protest and seeing Actual, things happen yeah. <laughs> and then watching analysis of it an hour and a half later and them saying something that's just a lie being gaslit like, yeah. yeah like just what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that like mass gaslighting, which is which I think we're in a very acute moment of, is mm-hmm. is really scary. And it was done. It was done decently. It was acted out very, very well in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. I think the right. I think people like Brooke Adams and people like like um, Don Sutherland did a really good job reacting to those sorts of things. And yeah. the whole the whole the, the whole like like um, quartet in response to the the scene which i think was one of the best scenes in the movie the leonard nimoy leonard nimoy describing to them what they're going through and trying yeah. to like get them to tell get him them to tell him in detail what they experienced when he um, when he's on the couch when he's on the couch and oh. they're all milling about and freaking out quick, quick question can you explain to me what that leather thing he has on his hand is it's yeah it's signed that you're the villain i don't know what to tell you he had a, a villain's glove hand? and he, he has a weird how could like, you not know it's oh, all i was three, thinking three about finger, three finger yeah. the three finger glo- yeah, all, yeah, 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 yeah yeah 100% with you on that one because i think one point there's a close-up shot of Super like his probing. hand at some point and i'm like what what yeah it's like, like he's going between on his face and the camera yeah so like he puts it that's all i was thinking about i couldn't listen to what he's saying i needed to know what that leather thing was it's probably over the sound of that fucking weird glove probably just some sexy thing that leonard nimoy does that fucking he was like i'm into this i'm into this right now so i'm putting this in the movie this movie did have like hit all of my kink buttons for sure it had every one of them dude every one of them are you kidding me horrible pod babies mud bath with 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 uh Fucking Jeff Goldblum? Are you kidding yeah, me? Dude. That's it. The, you know, I get it. The guy just slipping around trying to get out of the mud. Oh <laughs> yeah, Horrible. fucking me IRL. Which my sure. wife, my wife pointed out something that I that I missed when we watched it. She full paused the movie and reversed it. She goes, "They show his full scrotum." It's, it's, okay, you get to see his full scrotum. You full? You see not not Jeff Goldblum's. You see the guy who's getting out of the yeah the yeah, yeah of course. See his well, full you heard it here it. first, folks. This is a double watcher. You want double watch? Yeah, gotta go back. Yeah, <laughs> gotta go back and catch that scrot. Gotta gotta <laughs> see <laughs> invasion sick. invasion of the scrot snatchers. We gotta do more scrot movies. No, they're not snatching. They're right there. It's very clearly obvious. They're not snatching them at all. It's simply out in the open. <laughs> They're, that's right. So keeps him. So keeps that guy safe. Is they Adding. show his full scrot, and he goes, "I, you can't get me now. I've got my scrot out." <laughs> no, no, no. They, yeah. You think they don't duplicate that scrot? Oh, <laughs> they get it. They get it perfectly. Get it perfect. Get I was gonna say perfect. one to one. Every single recreation. Um, but but but, um, but yeah, the the Leonard the Leonard Nimoy scene I think is powerful because it is just so easy. No matter what somebody's telling you, to make it sound like they're being crazy. Exactly. Yeah. The, and I, then and then the part that really fucked me up, <laughs> that kind of made me mad. I didn't know if it was a mistake. Was then Veronica Cartwright's character goes, "It must be the flowers. What maybe they're from space?" And yeah. Jeff Goldblum's character goes. Do you hear yourself, space yeah. flowers? And I, and I was like, you just watched a, a, a complete <laughs> duplicate of your own body grab you with fucking like like vines and try to eat you, yeah. and and uh, like start to bleed out of it. And you're going space flower? That's ridiculous. What are we fucking talking about? Well, that is, I do actually enjoy that a lot because it is. I think it shows a little bit of like the 
trying to process something extraordinary happening to you. Yeah. So like you have to Jeff Goldblum, the the Belichick, they have to come to terms with what they've actually seen. And Nancy is like, fuck it. Here's an explanation. Fine. Let me throw something out. And he just simply, he's like, no, that's not why else wouldn't it be? And it's just, I can't process that. So I'm like, my emotions and my brain aren't connecting with these fantastical elements. So I'm yeah. simply going to reject it or try to like brush it off. And it, it literally has to get shouted down by both Elizabeth and Nancy to fucking put the flower. He keeps going. He keeps sniffing. He's yeah. like, it's just a flower. It's just a, yeah. it's just it's a flower with a pot. Pink flower. It's just a little pink flower. And they're like, put it the fuck down. We're, I'm not doing this. Put it down. Put it yeah. down. And he's like, there are, like, po- I get you. I get what you're saying, Chris, because there are poison flowers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's real. It's like, come on, just for any, any one moment, understand what they're trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. I love that. I love that Nancy's like, uh, just like when they came back that! thousands of years ago <laughs> to <laughs> mate with apes and make humans. That's what I love. And I'm like, yes, dude. Now, yes. honestly, that's one of those throwaway <laughs> lines where it is important, I think, because that's now it makes it reasonable that her character would immediately jump to Satan's space flower. Exactly. Right? Yes. Not, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like she immediately pulled it out of a hat. It's she clearly something they deal She was a wacko yeah. hippie. She was a wacko yeah. hippie for sure. I love that. Yeah. I love that just for the shot of they turn at a certain point and they're basically shifting focus over to Donald Sutherland so like she's saying this line as she's walking up to Donald Sutherland who's on the phone and he just gives this look of like the fuck are you talking about (laughs) what is the matter with you but he's so caught up that it doesn't matter (laughs) there is like a very clear to me I I saw a pretty even though it was before there's a very clear like like line to me of to like Reagan conservatives um um hmm. in that like a there's a very distinct hatred of hippies in this she they, they for make, sure they, they 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 make her like a, a a truly truly in some ways unlikable character except she's the last one who's I was gonna say fucking, she's the survivor like, she's, 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 she's the, the only person makes who... <laughs> it or almost makes it um um, um it's, un, it's unclear she might have lived the rest of her life amongst the pod people till they all died no no i think <laughs> no she would have had to been on the run for the rest I think of her the life fam- how many times how many times did she run away from pod people screaming at her? Yeah, but now Donald, everyone's a pod person. Donald Sutherland <laughs> didn't grab her. He didn't have her in his clutches. He just went. Uh, he she just, just needs to run out of sight. Scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. But other than... walk around, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. you just you just loop them. You just reset them like a video game guard, and they go, huh? Oh, it must have been the wind, and they fucking go back with three arrows the in pod, their chests. But dude, they the don't pod notice people anything. Are, yeah, they're not that smart. Come they're on, they're not that. I mean, come on. Then Nemo was smart as shit. Leonard he was Nimoy smart as fuck. Was super I, smart, and I that, hated to me, that. <laughs> they just showed that Leonard Nimoy's character was smart. actually incredibly smart before <laughs> he got turned to a pod person. So that pod person got all his brain powers. Yeah, yeah. Because so they perfectly replicated the brain. Here's a question: the 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 so, <laughs> so are the flowers? When you said that, are the flowers in this? Did you read them as sentient, or did you read like people understood that this was to keep? this flower race alive and that it was human beings that were the ones who were talking about survival and that the flowers were just doing what they're biologically made to do. So it's uh, the way I always understood it. um, And maybe it's, it's because of movies like alien, you know, Mm -hmm. the, uh, the, this species, like the flower part is just like an egg basically. Like an egg. And it creates, it creates the Mm -hmm. template that takes over something and it, 
it specifically tries to take over something sentient because then that is the species. Yeah. And the species specifically tries to make more of its own eggs, which is the flower pods, which spit out templates that take over, you know, like can create which can more make of something itself more of it exactly by duplicating something sentient. Yeah. But yeah. I, you know, I, I read it with zero allegory fully as just <laughs> space stuff. So, so that's how I took it. Yeah. And so in some ways you read it as kind of just like, this is a space virus that's, that's traveled through plants. And then like, and then it's just, it propagates itself naturally. Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah. I don't think about it. I think about it as a species and as I guess because of movies like alien and movies like slither where yeah. that's another like <laughs> space faring, like kind of group consciousness species. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I love that they know that they're gonna die. You know, they just ugh, well. Here, here's what I think. Up. Here's what I think. Um, part of part of why I feel so mixed about this, right? Why why um, is I actually would love to see, in the same way that I like seeing like like Shakespeare's Julius Caesar done every time there's a new fucking president, right? Yeah. Um, um, I would love to see Invasion of the Body Snatchers done in today's context. Mm-hmm. Because like a the clear like connection to me between this and a a like a virus right hmm. um, yeah um, we would <laughs> like th- this would be a very this talk about a blunt this is a right time to today, do today today this would be a very blunt allegory uh, but one that I think could be really effective um, so you're, um, you mean you're not you're not looking for invasion starring Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig damn it I never watched that Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah correct. It was 2007. We didn't have time for this. We were too busy going, we don't have any money because our houses are worth fucking half of what yeah. they were. And we, yeah. oh my God, there's a massive financial I, crisis. I love Oops. it when they correctly don't use the full title for a movie. <laughs> yeah. Thinking yeah, they're yeah, being yeah. clever. The and invasion. then it's like, no, good. Shut up. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch that one though? No. No. We no. should watch it. We should okay. watch it. We should definitely We're going to do all it, of yeah. them. You're going to come back for every, we're going to do 56. We're just going to have to we'll do, do, there's one from 93 well, you guys apparently. Need, and we'll do. You guys need yeah. a, uh, you guys need a pukey face one, right? Yep. Oh, so we, yeah, we're gonna. Well, we have our we have we had our first Pukey face one, which is Dinosaur Hotel, which apparently we, I'm gonna mention on every episode. We haven't done a full episode of a Pukey face though. That's true. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just gonna have to do uh, Invasion <laughs> of the Body Snatchers, 1978, and then Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the rest of it. The, you know? <laughs> rest, rest. That's so unfair them. to the 1956 yeah. one. <laughs> that is true. We'll give that one its own, and then the rest of them. Yeah, we'll do the rest of them over nah, there. Nah, dude, dip. Dip, just go, just go, just go low quality, man. No one will ever know. <laughs> Goodness. Um, low brow. So yeah. as as we're as we're closing out, for anybody who is left with an intense feeling of despair over the ending of the 1978 one, I can tell you the ending of the book if you don't mind, because um, I I actually this is like the old 1950s style like pulp hope that they have, Ooh. which I actually find completely charming. Um, <laughs> they basically, you know, it's a small town, so they don't get to like a factory. They get to mm-hmm. the farm. They're like about to hit the highway to escape town, and it okay. is just uh, Donald Sutherland, Brooke Adams's character's books equivalent. Uh, and they end up in the farm where they're growing all the pods. Mm-hmm. I see. And uh, he's like, we, you know what? He looks at it and he realizes that they've just been waiting. They're probably waiting like right past the farm, but so. For when they get onto the highway, that's how, mm-hmm. why they haven't been caught yet. And he's like, we're not going to make it out of this town. They're not going to let us out. Fuck it. We're going to kill as many of these fucking paws oh. as we can. And they start pouring gasoline over everything. Yeah. And they come to try to stop them. And they're burning up the field. And they all just stop. 
they don't scream at them and they all the pods and all the pods just start lifting up and going into the space and all the people just walk home because the and you know the epilogue he just starts talking about like the will of humans and the the drive to survive and how much like every single there must have been a bunch of people like him all over town that refused to yield to the pod people and so they decided that it was not they were not going to be able to win over these this species and so he just lives for the remainder of like the three to five years with all the people he knows being pod people and dying out for unknown causes but you know the obvious like that there's there's you don't like there's an obvious allegory there right i i'm sure fucking pinkos it's about pinkos it's about americans beat pinkos all the time it's about it's about it's about get these fucking commies out of my out of my small midwestern town See, but if you don't read it that way, human beings finally beat out these pod people in one Those iteration of invasion people. of yeah. the body snatchers. We actually win, and yeah. you can go home feeling good about that. To your hetero wife and have wins. normal missionary <laughs> sex with the lights off, and you can formally for- start your nuclear family with Joe McCarthy. In- <laughs> oh, sorry, never mind. <laughs> I watched oops, I watched oops. so much horror, you oh, guys. No, give, oops, me, oh, no. give me a fucking bone over here. <laughs> give me a bone. Humans win. Humans win. I to to bring that up, there is I, I was doing a little bit of reading and they are there's a lot of influence for this movie with some film noir aspects, in mostly in terms of like construction of shots mm. and like use of shadow. There's a great mm. fucking one of them where they're running and there's just big shadows that mm. run at the chase them on the wall before all the mob comes around. Mm. I'm like, that's fucking a plus fucking film noir shit. But what you're like just talking shot. about and what this movie does is this story is kind of a film noir story because a lot of that was a lot of those stories are reconciling a conspiracy or like learning information that by the time you've learned it, it is too late to do anything about it. Mm. And it's about the frustration of Mm. what to be... Like, a lot of the times those erupt into violence that is pointless because, yeah, the scheme is already done. Or, like, the transfer has happened and the woman who could stop this has been murdered because she was murdered at the beginning of this story. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, um, So I think this does a great job of pulling those parallels and evoking using that imagery to evoke that same feeling of helplessness like yeah what i know what we were talking about of like it feels kind of dumb or like silly that they're like going through the same process over and over again and like trying to figure out this information but like the knowledge that it's already over for me made it feel so much worse because i'm like they're gonna get here they're gonna get to the realization they're gonna get proof positive and there's gonna be nothing to be done about it and i'm gonna fucking my heart is going to sink into my chest and it did. And I'm just like, ugh. like it's, it's a very brutal fucking thing to have as your main like theme and process with it. But uh, it worked. It, they, I, I thought they did it effectively. There's a, they talk about it more in the book, but the whole time they're sleep deprived too. And yeah. like <laughs> on top of all the ways to fail, if you fall asleep, you're done. Too, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's yeah. just like that. Another, they talk about how much it fucking sucks to be sleep deprived. <laughs> you know? Another one. Another one. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if if everyone in this group has has similar sort of like insomnia or, or sleep problems, but like that's another one to me. The feeling, the notion of like if you fall asleep, you're dead, is yeah. is very acute for me. 
And that's that's something that horror, horror movies do really good. Like that's, I that's love one. it. I computing buy... sleep shit and your fucked up sleep shit <laughs> through horror is so good. I really. I am someone who enjoys sleep so much and will take it that like I've had problems where I couldn't sleep a hundred percent, but like mm. I knowing me, I'd welcome the death or change. I'd be like, cool, I gotta go to bed. Sorry, I'm done. Go to bed. Gotta, uh, dude, I'll the, be asleep. Up, I won't. I've know, been up for so. nine hours. I guess I'm becoming a pod Time person. to get my twelve <laughs> hours of sleep. Goodbye. I'm sorry. The second they start using the logic to be like, hey, it's not gonna suck. You'll you'll just be gone. You know, they could have even just been straight up like, you'll just be gone. Yeah. You know, I need to look at one other friend who's also like, yeah, that sounds okay. I'm like, that cool. seems all right. Then oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> else is like, no, let's fight them. I'll be like, fine, I guess. This goes, this fits You're perfectly. You're not a leader. In You're not this, a born yeah. leader because the second you'll abdicate that responsibility. And only if everybody <laughs> decides to fight. As soon as I have one other person who's down to go to sleep with me, then we're going to sleep. Like, no, but my thing is like, this This fits in perfectly with, with a, 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 tried and true method in, in my in my imagination of, of um, how I respond to any sort of like apocalypse scenario. I immediately the second that I see that that um that like uh, um almost all of my friends are gonna be pod people, I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill myself. That's yeah. not that's, that's it. I'm not I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> you think I'm gonna deal with deal with a fucking pod person for him? There's no world. There's no oh. world. I would not, I, I would make it to I think I would make it to like like maybe Goldblum. Maybe I'd make it to Goldblum changing. But like the second the second Goldblum changes and I lock him in the freezer, I'm just going, no, I'm offering myself. What am I yeah. doing? What am I? I'm gonna no go way. climb to the top of this building and jump off of it because I'm done. Like there's no, no yeah. way. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm not fucking with this. I would not make it to Goldblum. I'd as soon as as soon as Leonard Nimoy has the conversation with us, and then he goes to the car and tells him like, "Yeah, we should get him now." That's, the that's the when they get yeah. me. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's sooner, the, whenever wow, he yeah, decides yeah. it's happening, that's when they get me. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, fair. Uh, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't kill myself. I would just go to sleep. You know, just go to sleep. Whatever. My, I, I think I don't, tr- I, would, I don't trust the pod people. To, I, that's I what I was say. I've been thinking I think about how bad it could be. I think I would still be so bad. I would still kill myself because I the lack like that is a sure quality. That is a known quantity. We know exactly, like, it's done. It's over. I know exactly that. The pod stuff could be, if I wake up and I'm in a pod, I'm, especially me, I would lose it. I would, this would be the worst, that would be the worst death ever. Oh my God. All the time. Yeah. Oh my God. Easy. But see, the thing is, you go, they, by the way, get ready for our as above, so below, and our the descent episodes where I have a panic (laughs) attack on microphone because of my claustrophobia. Oh Yay. right! You're talking about literally being inside like, the pod. Being, if I like wake up and there's any level of that, no, good check, please. Um, I'm done. I'm fighting no, they, my way out to kill myself the, again. Like <laughs> they build a new body from the pod and you crumble into the the, the that, dire land. See, that way. works for me. That's. So fine. I will say, it, I was I was sad when when Donald Sutherland is crying while yes. Elizabeth breaks apart into dust. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a lot. It was yeah. a lot. Um, even if you didn't buy the romance, it's still a lot to watch the grown man cry while somebody crumbles into oh, nothing yeah. in front oh, of yeah. him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if <laughs> my thing, my thing is, you start thinking about like, okay, if you know that you're gonna crumble into dryer lint, and the new pod person is gonna be created with your exact same brain, so it is kind of you. Do you actually care if they feel okay about what's happening if you're gone? Oh, we're gonna get real philosophical. We're about to get. Oh, real don't, we don't have to go into it. I'm just nah, saying. Nah. Think about that. This shit no, starts I mean, unraveling real quick. The, 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 we're gonna get into uh, uh, um, 
mind uploading stuff. Mind uploading stuff. Yeah. If, your enti- if your entire if your entire organic body fades away and goes away, can you actually say Some, that you have you have persisted or did you die? Transcendent starring Johnny Depp shit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's a real movie that exists. Yeah, from the descriptions of Johnny the Depp, book, Depp they... gets shot with an irradiated bullet and uploads his consciousness to a computer and becomes a massive giant AI or something. I completely blacked out when I watched that movie, but I saw it with my dad. So shouts out the, to my dad. In the book, there is like more. There's comparisons to other forms of invisible transfer yes. of energy. So there is some implication that you might actually be transferring over when it happens. So it's oh. a little different. But oh, magic. But uh, yes, yeah, like you're talking like it's some of the criticism that the book got is like, this is not science fiction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just nonsense. Yeah. 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 yeah but, um, I don't know. Um, to, I, I guess we're kind of wrapping up. Or yeah. Close to it. Wrap it up. Um, the one thing I will say is no oh, matter what, shots in the beginning? no, what, Robert Duvall, Robert Duvall is in this film as a priest on a swing, and it's awesome. And Robert Duvall is a priest on a swing. Oh my god! Um, Oscar winner Robert Duvall. Oscar winner Robert Duvall. Um, the one thing I will say Oscar is, nominated? even opinions, he's had to have won at some point. Um, like no matter your opinion oh. on the movie, I think it does. I still think it does a great job of like fostering discussion. Like I think the themes yeah. are very universal and like very. Again, we were applying them to multiple. We were like, oh, it's definitely an allegory for stuff. And it's like, yeah, but we talked about multiple things that it's yeah. for. So, like, maybe it's bigger. But um, I, I think from a technical perspective, from a movie perspective, like, if you're interested in film at all, you should fucking watch this movie. But, like, I, I think you can definitely take points up and down for this movie. But I still think it's worth watching no matter what. Yeah, I I could see being dropped down to Mr. Cool Guy, but Chris, I gotta say, <laughs> from the way that you talked about it, it's it, at least got to be normal like smiling. smiling. No, yeah. here's what I'm gonna say. I think I think there is, um, forty five minutes of movie in there that is uh, uh, uh skull alien, whatever beaver. Go skull alien. Yeah, go go skull yeah. alien. Um, and then there is like a full fifty minutes of them just like walking back and forth and like and like repeating the exact same thing 15 times and and just like staring off while super loud music plays for like gotta be gotta be 30 seconds 40 seconds straight of just like looking at this person just look away sometimes it's (laughs) and so like that it was just like so I, i so my thing is i thought performances were were stellar. I mean, they're obviously they're people who are at the top yeah. of their their craft. The story is sick, right? I love the story. Um, it's so it's so seventies. It's so it is 70s. very seventies. It's like <laughs> it's quite 70s. oh my god! And like there are just some scenes that are just like oh, why did you this didn't get past the cutting floor? Like guys, come on. So hey, so hey, I think it wasn't a hundred forty eight minutes long. So yeah, I mean, it, it, oh my it, god. It, <laughs> I mean, I just when when minute two sixty came past, and you're like, "Oh my god, guys, this is gonna be a four hour movie." I know it. Um, it was just like it, it's just there, there, there. I, I think, I think I hear you if you're guys. You're minute two sixty. You're already past four hours. You're twenty minutes into four hours. Yeah, in the eight hour trilogy that it is. <laughs> That's it's so long and, and boring for so long of it. I, it's like it's like and so then, and then, sounds, and then it's completely so, fair and then some scenes that are just like so high quality 
interspersed. That's the thing. That's, yeah. So that's why it so, didn't go like like my my feeling at the end of it was like God, I don't want to watch that again. Um, I get that, but, okay. but there were so many parts of it that were like so red, and yeah. then just okay. holy shit. Oh my god, they're gonna just they're just gonna run back and forth while while things don't chase them. I wish so we were long. allowed to release new cuts of movies because I I like know exactly which scenes I would cut yes. that would make this film so tight. Uh, yeah, but I, that's what you I'm make saying it a tight is seventy five. Your rating be... averages out to at least a smiley right. face. That just means watchable. That just means watchable. It doesn't even mean that you would ever like tell anybody about it. It just means like if you're going to put on a movie, nobody's going to be mad at you for putting on this. Two, it, two is like an impl- implication of there is little to no value in this film. Also, okay. yeah, like okay, it's, it's okay. an active. It, that's an active. That's you should gave, not watch it. Spoiler: okay, We gave that. Too, we gave that to emotion, Army. Of, I was too emotionally yeah. reactive. <laughs> we gave that to Army of the Dead because there's nothing. <laughs> I was too. I was too emotionally reactive. Then I, I, I was. I was that's re- responding from a place of thinking about the one scene in particular. Um, um, like at the near near the end, after they like they've run away and and like they've burned down the place or no they were running no. out of somewhere and then and then Donald Sutherland dips behind the the bushes one way and then you just watch for like a full five minutes all the other people go the other way and you're sitting there just like what what, what I got it I got it I got it oh there's gonna, there's gonna show like sixty more people running just like in different directions right. and not the way like oh Jesus <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez, Jesus, you're so old. The, you're uh, so the, old. The time where you can watch me do that is in any of these '70s films during the credits. I'm like, I get it, I get it, stop. I get it, I get it. Stop it. me out. Yeah, stop like, it, stop yeah. it, stop. So, so I guess, Start so I guess that's movie. what I was. Yeah, like, I was just trying to thinking about those few moments okay. there yeah. that were just that that were just so 1970s. Um, yeah. Um, but I okay. So so fine, fine. I I will relent. I'll give it cool guy smiley face. Um, it's simply, those are two different simply ones. Simply just no, smiley wait. face. Norm, just normal smiley face. face is just like the watchable Mr. Cool guy is like you're actually telling people to go watch this. This movie. is com- this is complete gobbledygook. I don't, I don't know how anyone <laughs> ever gets a meaningful rating out of you. I, I don't know if it's going to make sense to anyone. <laughs> I don't know if it'll survive. I think Ghost Skull Alien will survive as like our we love it, but everything else will probably have to change. You said it just then, and I do not know what the name of that rating is. It's I know ghost that one's kill, also ghost tough. Kills, ghost kills ghost, what? It's Ghost Skull Alien. Ghost, uh, ghost Skull Alien. <laughs> we thought we were gonna have trouble remembering it, but it it just locked Chris, right in there. This is so the thing. for us. We're perfectly Maybe. fine. I I don't think I don't think Chris is registering words in a no. timely enough manner that it simply doesn't make a sense as a sentence. Because my brain's bad. Because your my brain's <laughs> bad. That's, that's yeah. Because you're too busy thinking about all the fucking have, allegories in this stupid yeah. fucking thing. Which so is when you get cool it is. When you get body snatched, they're not going to be able to do a yeah. goddamn thing with they're you. They're not going to be able to do shit. You're going to be the perfect. I'm certainly, I'm not, I'm certainly not going to Nimoy for them, man. I'm going to be... Yeah. I'm gonna be they're, they're like, what, what manual labor can they're you gonna, do? Yeah, dude, I write I'm gonna plays. Po- I'm going to be pod picker number three. They're going to... No, I'm going to be cousin, a cousin of producer crawling <laughs> up the stairs. So yeah, they're not going to let you near the pods, dude. dude all the, no, in, in this no, one, all the what? pod people definitely had like full-ass... <laughs> PhDs. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be dude pods. on the megaphone telling people flights to Salcedo <laughs> yeah, this way. Only Salcedo, please. Why? You're gonna, dude. You're gonna be the one carrying a single pod from truck to truck. 
Dude, I'll that's, be, I'll be, that's I'll where be, all of us go. I'll be pod packer. I'll be pod packer, man. We're all just going to be carrying one pod. <laughs> Somebody else with a... Maybe Brian will get to be the one on the speakerphone. I'll be voice, telling but. people that if only come over to this train if you're going to Reno. Only Reno, please. Nothing else. We're yeah, really dude. particular about that shit. Oh. We, we hold one pod. I just carry my one pot around forever like Sisyphus. You don't even go anywhere. You just simply like wander with a pot. Trying to make sure at least two pots actually makes a person so that you're worth your own lifespan. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, my God. That's it. Let's let's get out of here. Do it, Brian. Yeah. um, I want to say a big thank you to Chris for being on and providing healthy wonderful conversation um do you have anything you want to plug or are you good as is this is the pluggable section if you want to plug something you can if not anything you, you want to plug you can say no big ups robert duvall there you check go. out secondhand lions holds up big up big I'm, up robert duvall you know what all if right you have any, if you have any personal projects you're working on is what we mean my new like my, to... my 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 upcoming movie with robert duvall Perfect. Great. Watch out for that. Robert well, Duvall second, starring Chris. Secondhand Lions part second two. Second Lions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find us on uh, Twitter at BloodyStreamPod. You can go to thebloodystream.com in order to look up your movies that you want to see and see our awesome review of this movie that doesn't factor in Chris's absolute thrashing <laughs> of it. Um, you can... <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for being on. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, we will see you same bloody time, same bloody channel. <laughs>